guys. Welcome back to the Morning After Graduation podcast. This is Michaela. And this is Allie. And we are here to talk about all things post-college and life in your 20s. We're going to talk about different stuff like imposter syndrome, moving back home, relationships, and entering the working world. We are so excited that you guys decided to tune in and listen to us. And let's jump into it. So every episode, um, we're going to try to do a little weekly challenge. Um, And the one for this past week was to write down some of the good stuff that happened to you that week. Um, So I'll let Allie go ahead and share hers. And if you didn't see, we posted on our Instagram. So go follow us over there at themorningafter.pod. Um... My good things this week were I survived a whole week of school. Give me some. Yep. Up top. Um, I got a lot of my presents wrapped. I think I'm done shopping. That's a good positive. I had therapy, and that's always good. I cried a little bit. It was fine. We broke out the emotions wheel. If you haven't looked at that, you really need to. Um, those are my three good things I did this week. All I got is three. What about you? Um, let's see, I did survive, um, the, the last full week of school, so that was amazing. I don't know how I got through it, but I did. (laughs) Um, I got all my Christmas shopping done, pretty much. I have yet to wrap those gifts, but, you know, like, be grateful that I bought them. You don't really need to worry about... It's not the police um, driving by my house. You don't need to worry about the, the wrapping. It's, that's insignificant. It's about the point that I bought the gift, right? Um, and lastly, um... I didn't cry, but one time this week. Once. That was it. Can't one time. So today's topic that we're going to be talking about is moving back home and leaving your college friends. Very depressing. Yes, that can be a very, very tough time. Um, we're going to start by saying where we went and like what our major was and all that. So, I'm Michaela. I went to Appalachian State University. Um, I graduated um, with a degree in political science and a minor in criminal justice. And here I am teaching seventh grade social studies. Um, But before I started teaching social studies, I worked as a paralegal for a couple months. I realized I wasn't really into that. So, I decided to move into the educational field. And I'm absolutely in love. I love my job. I love all things education. So, I will pass the talking stick to Allie. Thank you. We need a talking stick. Yeah, we do. We need a talking stick. Um, I went to Brevard College. It's near Asheville, North Carolina. It's super duper small. We had like 800 kids. Um, I got a degree in health science and I minored in biology and I was planning to go to PA school. That's why I got that. Didn't end up happening. Um, now, I am also a teacher and I teach seventh grade science. Um, so, when I was in college... My living situation. So, my freshman year, I lived in a dorm. That was fine. Um, And then I rushed my freshman year of college. So, I was never really in my dorm. I was always out with my, like, sorority sisters, spending the night at their apartments and stuff, whatever. Then my second year, I moved off campus um, into an apartment. So, I was kind of, like, learning a little bit more of independence, if you will. And then my third year, which is, like, my senior year because I graduated a year early, I also lived off campus in an apartment. So those like two years of the last two years of college, I was really just learning how to be an adult. Like I, I had never really went to the grocery store by myself because when you lived in a dorm, you didn't go to the grocery store. That wasn't like a thing. Like you didn't, you don't buy groceries because like you didn't have anywhere to put them. Like you didn't really have a a place to cook. My Um, mini fridge was full of Dr. Peppies. I didn't have room for groceries. I was about to say like I really didn't have room for anything. 
Um, so that's what my friend group, I would say, was pretty consistent of my sorority sisters. Like, that's pretty much who my f- friends were from freshman year and then on out. And that's who I decided to live with. Um, and I will say, like, I'm still friends with most of those people today. So I'm very thankful for that. Um, I, My freshman year, I lived in the freshman dorms. It was horrible. There was no heat, no AC. It was rough. My literal first night in college, there was bats flying down our hallway and (laughs) it was like 4 a.m and it was the first night there and everybody's like in the hallway swatting them with brooms and stuff it was crazy um so I decided to room with somebody that I'd played travel ball with because we knew each other and we were both going to the same school so we're like let's room together shout out summer um and she was playing softball with me there too um but I once I got there I like made my own friend group and they all lived on my hall thankfully and then after freshman year we moved into it was like apartment style dorms. They're called the villages. It's really hard to explain. So like you still had a roommate, but you shared like, it was like two levels. There was like eight rooms in it. And then you shared like a little piddly little living room. We didn't even have a kitchen. It was rough. Um, But then I moved in with Kendall, who is my bestie and lived with her the next, you're my bestie too. Kendall is... <laughs> Okay, Kend- Kendall. Okay, Kendall. We'll talk about this later. <laughs> um, I lived with Kendall my last two years of college. I also graduated early. So we lived in the villages my sophomore and junior slash senior year. Not great, still pretty small, but we could control our own thermostat. So we love that. And that s- is <laughs> side note, that is something that you do not realize is such like a powerful moment. It is the minute that you can get to turn de- the thermostat. Determine how cold or hot you want it to be in your house. Because growing up, like, my parents would never. Could not touch Oh, my that God. Thing. They would cut my hand off. I was <laughs> not allowed to touch that thermostat. But now, like. I can do whatever I want. I can do whatever I want. Like, in college. Trip. In college, I could do what I wanted. If I wanted it 70 degrees in my house, it'd be 70. Okay. I turned it, like, 55. <laughs> okay. Okay. Obviously, two types of people, you know. Um, But, and nobody ever tells you how hard it is to work a thermostat either, but I digress. Oh my God. We'll get into that later, but we have a thermostat story. But I kept the same friend group throughout college. It was me and mostly my teammates. We had like a little group of like the freshmen we came in with. Um, Shout out Kat, Kendall, Caitlin, and Summer. Um, Amy. Um, Yeah, we had that little group. We all like lived on the same hall the whole time we were there. Kendall did stay with her boyfriend a lot. It's fine though. Love you, Logan. But- so I like had the room to myself a lot, which was nice, but my living situation wasn't great. Never really lived in our own apartment. We did try to move out, but them small private colleges be getting you. They would not let us live off campus until it was our sixth semester there, which was like the last semester, like our last year, but I didn't even get there because I didn't stay there that long. So I never got to move off campus, but it's fine. I was about to say living on campus for me was terrible. I was always sick. I stayed sick in the dorm room. Um, I actually had mono my freshman year of college. I don't know how I got that. Um, but they're just super like, I lived in the honors college building. I was not in honors college, my dad, <laughs> but I lived in the building. Cause I, I think my roommate at the time was in honors college. I can't really remember. Um, but somehow we got in the honors college dorm. I had air conditioning. It was great. Like we were right across from the bathroom. I mean, like accessibility wise, it was great. Like we were also near everything on campus, but no, it does not matter. Like, Really, it does not matter how convenient it is for you. You cannot get over the fact that you are literally living inside of a shoebox. Yeah. Like, it is so small. And, like, you you are always probably going to get into a fight with your roommate because you're just in such a tight 
space space and you're always with each other 24 7 when you're not at class and that's usually like the first friend that you make there right is your roommate so you that's really the only person you can go and do stuff with um so that's kind of like after i moved off campus i would say like i definitely i saw an increase in my mental health yeah for sure and i was not as sick because i wasn't in the crusty dorm thinking about it now i'm kind of glad i didn't move off campus because like being an athlete we had to be up at like 5 30 to go do stuff and i'm not driving a car at 5 30 in the morning my astigmatism would be going crazy oh right so, true i had to be on right the bus. beside the gym helped i oh, had to get yeah. on the bus like i rode the apple cart so i had to get on the bus <laughs> she at, drove like... a bus or she rode a bus and our campus was the radius was a mile it was yeah, so small i had to ride a bus to campus and um so it was i mean it wasn't awful but i definitely would like get to class late because the bus would be late or i would go out there and wait for the bus and the bus app was wrong and the people like that were driving the bus route they would take too long it stops or like i didn't know but it took me for a year and a day to figure out the bus system at, <laughs> at my college like it was crazy if you didn't pull the thing oh no 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 they were not stopping you were gonna be on that thing like a merry-go-round like we I, I literally would ride that bus thing for like two trips around because i'd forget to pull the thing it was not my not my best moment you live and you learn you live and you learn um okay let's talk about leaving our friends and feeling lonely without them because that yeah, was hard nobody really talks about what it's like after college graduating a year early might I add we have a unique situation view. yeah we have a unique view on it I feel like because we left a year early um and everybody you know going into it you're like oh my gosh I'm only going to be here three years but nobody really tells you that that last year of college like that fourth year I feel like probably is when you're truly like experiencing adult life in college. Yeah. And like you need that extra year because we were out here in the work world during our fourth year. What would have been our fourth yeah, year? While all our friends were like still at college and still doing college stuff and still going out and still being able to hang out with their friends. And like we were yeah, I, lonely. <laughs> I miss being like a five minute drive to my friend's house we would just go get dinner and go back to our, each other's apartments and stay there till like 12 or one o'clock in the morning yeah. because we didn't have class till 10 a.m right. and i mean really like when i was in college i truly thought that that was the hardest point in my life like i never imagined a harder point yeah and here i am i know and we always we um would always say this like <laughs> sorry Murphy's getting really mad. He's seeing people walk outside. We would always, like, I would always complain about how much I'm, like, annoyed or, like, don't like my life now and, like, wish I could go back to college. And Michaela would always be like, we hated college. We hated college. But, like, it sucks to be doing this and paying bills and having to do all this. And then all your friends are still, like, in college for another year and playing softball for another year. And I'm just, like, watching them do their thing and... Which I did get to walk with them because I had to wait a whole year to walk in graduation. So that was really cool to like walk in graduation with all the people I came in with. But it still sucked because I feel like I missed out on all the senior festivities with my friend group. And like I had to do them all alone. Which and I definitely did miss out on all the senior festivities type stuff because I graduated. Um, it was only my third year, but it was like my senior year during COVID. So I had to walk across yeah. the stage with a mask on yeah we had to be six feet apart there was only so many tickets that, that you could yeah. bring like i literally couldn't even bring like 
I can only have my mom and my dad at my graduation. And that really sucked. And that really, like, you know, I want my grandma, I want my brother and my sister-in-law there. Like, you know, I wanted the people that was close to me to be there. And I can only have my mom and dad. And I couldn't even go, like, um, I didn't get to walk across the stage with my friends because it was, like, alphabetized. So, like, they gave you a time that you had to, like, yeah, because, like, we had to graduate and stuff. I think there was a little flexibility as, like, to when you wanted to. But I don't know. Just looking back, like, I think if COVID hadn't have been in the way, it might have been a little better. better yeah. But my senior year, I really just feel like was kind of taken away from me by COVID. And then I was like, graduated and then bam. I literally graduated on a Friday and started work on a yeah. Monday. I feel like my senior season was so gypped. All my athletes out there get it. Like, my on my senior day, my parents could not even come on the field with me, which really sucked. Like, I had to have one of my teammates walk with me, which was great. Like, it was my best friend. So, I'm glad I wasn't alone. But, like... My parents just had to stand on the other side of the field and watch it, and it really sucked. We had to have tickets for games. We could only have two tickets. Only two people could come to my home games. They weren't even allowed to come to away games. So, like, my whole last season playing a sport I played my whole life, my parents couldn't even come to half my games. So, that really sucked. Um, And just stupid crap like that ruined my senior season. But And I feel like all of that is to say, like, those are the things that we were jealous about. I, yeah. would, I don't know if jealous is the word, but like envy or FOMO. Like yeah. you just felt like you missed out on so much. And then you see your friends getting to do that. Like I know for my sorority, like we couldn't do anything my senior year. Like we had to have bid day virtually. And bid day is like a huge day. If you know, like Greek life, that's where you like dress up and you welcome home. Like the new people that are going to be in your chapter. And like, it was like a huge deal. And I only got to rush one time and join my sorority and then participate in a a real bid day, like face-to-face bid day one time. And then my senior year had to be virtual. So then I got to see all the people like last year, you know, doing bid day and it got to be in person and they had like bouncy houses and they, they did it at um, this lady's house. That was like some kind of something in our sorority. I can't really remember, but like they actually got to do the fun stuff. And I was like, wow, like I'm just so, jealous that I didn't get to do any of that and they're like I said they're still out there living it up going out doing whatever and then here I am yeah that's how I feel with like our athletic banquet thing and that name sounds really lame like it's just athletic banquet but like every year we had this like award ceremony thing for all the athletes and we called the best bees get instead of like the SBs, but best bees because before anyways um and I was on the our student athlete advisory committee so like I was the vice president of that so we like hosted it and we're like the MCs and stuff and like gave out the senior watches and the trophies and stuff and my senior year that was literally on zoom and all the athletic teams like sat in their locker room and watched it and I had to be in like the offices and like hosting it on a computer with like the rest of the committee and that really sucked and then when I was home and working and I got to see everybody else just like doing it in person again and like going up on stage and getting their little trophies and by the way I did win most likely to be late for because she's making a TikTok of my year that's ironic because you're like TikTok famous (laughs) um but it sucked to see like the next year everybody doing it in person and then like going up on stage and hosting it and I was like I was supposed to be able to do that and that seems very superficial to say out loud but like I was low-key jealous that I didn't get to have that experience my senior year. So that kind of sucked. And it kind of makes me feel like, did I peak in college? Like, Literally, I I feel like like, that a lot. I feel like I peaked in college for some reason because I'm now it's like I'm here and I missed out on all that stuff and I'm just here working. And don't get me wrong, I love my job. Like, I love everything that I do. Uh, I love the children's. I love them all. But at the same time, 
I'm also wondering, like, you know, did I peak in college? Yeah. Looking back, those were, like, the greatest times of my life. And now I'm, like, But now what? Now what? Now what? And we're only 22. So, I think we're being dramatic. We are. But I feel like... And nobody, also, nobody really talks about how hard it is to move back home from college after you graduate. Yeah, and, like, going from being totally independent to, not financially, but, like, life sense. Like, you could go to Walmart, act stupid at 1 o'clock in the morning when you needed something. Or you could go to Taco Bell. Or you could literally, me and my friends would literally just drive around and blare music at, like, 2 a.m. Because we could. And not that I couldn't do that when I lived at home, but, like, my mom would be like, what why are you driving around at 2 a.m.? Right. It's just like the little things that I feel like you don't realize that you had in college, like the independence part of it, that when you move back home, you're like, wow. Like, it's almost like you took four steps forward going to college and then you move back home after graduation and you're taking four steps back. Yeah. Like, when I would be in my parents' house before I moved out, I literally was like, I feel like I'm 16 again. Yeah. Like, I I felt like I was in high school. I literally had a whole college degree. Like, I'd already been to college, but I was having deja vu. Like, like I was back in high school. And, like, I don't think that they meant to make me feel that way. Yeah. Like, I'm super thankful that they let me move back home. Right. For sure. I think it's just, it's natural for a parent to care and want to, like, parent their children no matter how old they are. So, if you're under their roof, like, they're ultimately going to treat you. Yeah, like, you're their kid. Yeah, they're going to want you to be safe. And, like, that's not what I'm saying. It's just you lose a lot of the, like, being able to go and cook in your own kitchen. Like, yes, I could do that at my parents' house. But it's your parents' kitchen. It's my parents' (laughs) kitchen. It's not my kitchen. Like, I went back in time. It made me feel like a little kid again. That's exactly how I felt. And then my parents wouldn't understand, like, they would take me getting upset, like, you know, that I was coming back home as an insult. But, like, it really wasn't. It was just I felt like I was not making progress in my yeah. life. Like, I felt like I was moving I backwards. Stuck. I had a yeah. whole bachelor's degree, and I was, like, chilling with my parents. And, again, like, I love my parents. I love spending time with them. I'm so thankful that I could live with them right after college because I would have been That's just not screwed. what society, like, when you think about going to college and stuff, you don't ever think about having to move back home. You just assume you're going to get a job and then move out of, like, as soon as you graduate. And unfortunately, that was not mine or Allie's reality. And that's like not most people's reality. Yeah. I don't feel like, um, especially not in the world we live in today. Me and Allie decided to move out yeah. uh, very soon after. We graduated in May. So we moved back home in May and we moved out in November. November. So, so do the math. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, y'all do the math. But um, we decided we were going to go on an apartment hunt. <laughs> uh you know for we were we were looking for a while before one just happened to fall into our laps and that was like the worst but best time in our life also because you can't wait to get out yeah but then you get out and you're like oh mom but yeah uh (laughs) mom i just got the fire department called to our apartment because i burnt chicken (laughs) and it's like and it's like you've already been doing that in college right like you've already been living by yourself but it's this is a different living now like you have a job you have your, this is like you're paying for your own place. This is not like mommy Loans. and daddy are paying yeah. or the government's paying for you to live in your apartment. Shout out government. Yeah. Like it's just a totally different feeling. Yeah. And I think it all hit me at once. Like after that six month period, you know, you're like Lone Star. And I know the government ones are still deferred, but I am a dumb dumb and got private loans from Sally Mae. They don't have an income based repayment plan. And that's the only downside I feel because teachers do not make bank and I need an income based repayment plan. Anyways. Um, and I feel like all of that hit me at once. Like I started having to start making my loan payments and I had rent and I yada, yada, yada. And like our power bill and like everything was like, oh my God, I have bills. And in college, like you're independent. 
and you're living in your own space and you're having to clean it and you're cooking for yourself. But you're sometimes. not actually funding. Yeah, but that. it's like you're not like having all these, which granted, I wasn't going to income either, obviously. I did work as a See, waitress I was just saying, I had a job when I was in college and I, I basically worked to pay my groceries. Yeah. Like, I didn't have any of the stuff that like, I don't know, like you, you get a job and you're like, oh, now I'm making a little bit of money. I want to start doing all this stuff. And then you just don't realize how quickly that money goes. goes. So it's kind of like eye opening to see what your parents, if your parents, like my parents had to support me financially through college. And you can kind of see like, wow, my parents spent a lot of money on me. And then you almost feel unworthy of the stuff that you are getting when you graduate and the job, like you feel unworthy of all that stuff. You're like, wow, like I never realized how much it costs to be yeah. an adult. and then you're like, am I even, am I even at all? Like, do I even deserve to be working? Like, where? LOL, like, imposter syndrome. That's our next episode. Yeah, literally. Like, you know, where do I go from here? Yeah. Um, but I think the the heart, the number one biggest struggle for me coming back home from college was moving back in with my parents. Yeah, I love them, but that was hard. Mine was just like going through. I literally felt like I had an identity crisis, and that plays a lot into like softball because I've. And I don't even know what category this would fit into because I don't know if everybody, did you have an identity crisis? I don't know. Like I, I think I did because it was like, I had an identity crisis because I thought like I'd found my independent self in college and yeah. then I moved back home and like, it is such, I love my home. Like I love it, but I've always been one of those people that's wanted to be treated like an adult. Yeah. And I felt like when I moved back home, even though my parents were trying to treat me like an adult, but they're treating me like I'm 16, even in reality, they weren't like, I was in a mental state of, oh my gosh, I'm 16 again. Yeah. yeah. I just like struggled so bad after softball was over. And I decided to graduate early because just like it was a whole mess. The whole, so- I don't, I'm not going to get into that, but I decided to graduate early. And the only thing holding me back was softball because I've literally played like since I was five, well, I played t-ball for a while because they didn't have softball teams, but I've literally played like my whole life and then just like lose like that was my identity that was who I was my whole life like I went to that college to play softball like that was my deciding factor and that's all I've done forever like every single weekend was spent playing softball and then like it just ended and I moved back home and like I don't know it was very weird for me and I'm coaching it now so like it helps a little bit but it's still not the same like coaching a sport and playing it is so 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 different yeah I was about to say because I'm coaching um, I coached high school soccer last year. I was the assistant coach, and then I coached middle school boys soccer, and then now I'm the middle school girls coach. And I can speak on that just a little bit. Like, I also felt like, whoa, like, yeah. here I am, the adult now, and I'm coaching. Yeah. And I, it's just so crazy how quickly the roles reverse. How quickly the turns have tabled. tabled. That is so true. <laughs> like, I don't know. it. And I feel like another thing for me, like moving back home was seeing all my friends still being independent. And I, here I am older than them living at home and living at home. Like, yeah. but like, I know a lot of people are older than 22 and still live at home. And like, that's cool. No shame. There's to you. nothing. But when I had like a full-time job and I was teaching students every day, that's what it is for me. I felt like, how can I stand up here and teach students and be, be this adult and be, and that go home and live and with my parents and live with my parents. Like, that to me, I could not do that. Yeah. I needed to be alone. I needed to figure life out. And I felt like the only way I could was to move out. And I'll tell you what, we figured it out all right. <laughs> That's a big reality check for like 
teaching in your early 20s is like it make it forces you to be an adult like you're in charge of 30 kids at a time so like you have to feel like an adult and then you go home and you feel like you're 16 again like it was like shifting every day like I'd wake up and my mom would be there and I would feel like a little kid and then I'd go to work and take care of middle schoolers and I'd have to force myself to be like an adult and then I'd go back home and I'd be a kid again and it was like that's exactly going back and forth every single day and now that I'm like out of that and now that I'm like living you know by myself and being able to do that I'm more I feel more independent and I feel more yeah like an adult like an adult yeah yeah and not so not so much like a child I guess I really felt like a little kid taking care of little kids. Yeah, that is that is a true statement. But yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest takeaway from this podcast is it's going to suck. Like this episode, not this podcast, this episode. The yeah. transition. The it's transition gonna is going to suck. It's not suck. easy. Like, you're going to think, oh my gosh, like. I'm failing. I'm failing. Like, I'm doing this wrong. I don't know why this is happening to me. But you're not. But everybody feels like that. That's the one thing I've realized. Like, everybody has that, like feel like identity crisis and they like don't know what they're doing and everybody feels like everybody feels like they're failing after college it's not just you I promise. it's not and you're gonna go through many 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 jobs and that's yeah. okay like if you're gonna go you're gonna like graduate and you're gonna think you're gonna want to do one thing like me I thought yeah. I want to be a paralegal and now I'm in love with being a teacher so they're like and that's not even what I like you know really thought that I wanted to do yeah but here I'm gonna do a whole episode on changing careers don't worry oh yeah yeah (laughs) don't worry about that but that's just kind of where I'm at like yeah it sucks it still sucks we've been doing it for almost two years now and and it still sucks sucks. and you're still not gonna know how to pay your bills yeah and you're still gonna be like where'd my money go I have hope by the time I'm 30 I'm gonna have it (laughs) I'm gonna it's gonna be easier I'm gonna have it figured out yeah, and nobody tells you how many friends you lose after college either. Yeah. You don't necessarily lose them, but you just, you're just... You don't different. live next door to them anymore. Like, And that's what was hard for me. Like, I got so anxious about how many friends that I was losing. Like, I thought that I was losing because I was no longer in the same town as them. Yeah. And they're all still there getting closer and spending a whole other year together. And you're just growing farther and, and farther apart. without them. Yeah. Yeah. Time to do our life update. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, what's went on this week? Oh, uh, what's went, what has went on this week for a life update? Oh, so um, me and Cody have decided that come June, we are going to get a mini Aussie doodle. And they already have. We already have a Labradoodle and a Bernadoodle. <laughs> so, I don't really know how that's going to go, but I love the doodles and it's going to work. And if, if so. it doesn't work, then we'll figure it out. I have a lab mutt situation that I got off Craigslist and he is literally my the preciousest baby boy ever and I want another dog so bad and my sister and her husband just had puppies and I wanted one of them so bad they had um Boykin Spaniels you know the cute little bird dogs I wanted one so bad but I do not I can't take another dog right now I really like I I can't either I can't (laughs) take care of myself but I'm doing it because they're so freaking cute like I cannot they're so cute they're like teddy bears Um, I got my dog when funny story about my dog but I'll tell that how I got it I thought I was got, getting a puppy and then I met up with the people and this eight-month-old lab got out of the car and I was like what is going on and his name was Oreo they had his name as Oreo and he had one he's black and he has one tiny tiny patch of white on him I changed it to Jax because he looks like a Jackson Avery that's his name Jackson Avery but I got him when he was like eight that's months right. old Isn't so that I, guy on Grey's Anatomy name? yes I picked out Jax me and Haley picked out Jax and then I was like, I need a long version so when he's in trouble, I can yell at him. So we made his name Jackson Avery. Avery's his middle name. So what's your life update? My life update is 
Um, I don't know. I went to therapy this week after I cried myself to sleep every night this week. I don't know. It's the holidays. It's the, what date is it right now when we're recording this? It's December 17th right now. So literally next weekend is Christmas. And, and I'm, Christmas gives me all the feels. Like yeah. for me, it's like. Literally every emotion. I feel it. <laughs> I like, I go back and forth. Like this is so weird, but I think about past Christmases. Like I've had three different relationships since I was in high school. It's cuffing season. And, and that like, sucks. I mean, I have a boyfriend and I, you know, shout out Cody. But it's hard, like, to think back on, like, how different Christmas was to, well, last Christmas I was with Cody, but, like, the Christmas before that and the Christmas before that and, like, thinking about how you've changed and how you've grown so much, like, because it's the new year, too, and, like, you're, you're like, you know, declaring all your new year resolutions and how you're going to change and, like, it's yeah. just crazy to go back and look and see how much has changed throughout that year. I hate reminiscing. Yeah, I do. I don't <laughs> and like I feel it like either. Christmas always makes me reminisce. It does. It makes me and think it makes about me sad. My seasonal depression is in full swing, swing right mode. now. Yeah, that's that's a big thing for me is like going back and thinking and like you know people you've lost that you don't get to spend Christmas yeah. with anymore. Like it's just a sad time around the holidays. Let's see what's another update for me. We are going to. Oh, we're going on a vacation. We're going camping the week after Christmas. We're so um, excited. Me, Allie. And our friend Olivia. Olivia, our bestie Olivia, and um, Cody, and then Mama. <laughs> Cody's Mama. Cody's Mama. Shout Mama out Debbie. Debbie. <laughs> I love you, Debbie. We're all going camping, so that's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited. I was just telling Michaela the other day, I've never been on a trip. Like, I've been on a trip with my significant other. I've been on a trip with my family, but I've never been on, like, more than, like, a weekend, like, birthday trip or something with, like, a group of my friends. And I'm so excited. Like, I've been to, like, an Airbnb for the weekend for, like, my friend's birthday or something, but I've never, like, went somewhere for a trip trip with so my friends. This and I'm is so gonna excited. Be, yeah, it's going to be so fun. Um, other than that, I don't really have any more updates. I mean, I've had a really good week. I'm super excited that um, school's almost over. School's almost out for winter break. Hallelujah. I'm so excited. Are y'all having Spirit to, Week? Um, we did. We had Spirit Week. You don't have it Monday, Tuesday, anything? No, we had it last week. Oh, we have 12 days, or 13 days of Christmas, our last 13 days. So Monday is Neon Day, and I just got a new neon puffer vest, and I'm going to wear it. I'm so excited. Mm. And then Tuesday Ellie is- Ellie has a really great sense of style. Shut up. I love my neon puffer vest. And I got Jack's a matching one. And Tuesday is Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. I'm so excited because I have the ugliest Christmas sweater. And then Wednesday is balling out for break. So I get to wear my Giannis jersey. How Whoever excited. that is. But <laughs> that is all the update that I have for you guys on my life. Oh. Yeah, well, she needs another dog. Murphy may no longer be with us. <laughs> she needs another dog. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. You should check us out on Instagram. At the morning after dot pod. And we will see you guys on our next episode. Bye. Bye.